Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The definition of regressive, it means that it has a proportionally bigger impact on lower-income households, and that's exactly what the clean fuel regulations will do. Parliamentary Budget Officer Yves Giroux on this program not so long ago, talking about the clean fuel regulations. He was talking about the carbon tax as well and the clean fuel regulations. He wrote a report on that. You may recall the conversation. And uh, he got all his information from the Environment Ministry, from Stephen Gilbo's ministry. And then the ministry got upset with uh, Mr. Gilbo, uh, with Mr. Uh, um, Giroux, and challenged him on social media, said that he was presenting a negative view of what the CFR does. Well, again, as he pointed out to us, he got the information directly from the ministry, nowhere else. And so he put together the report based on the information they gave him, and then they criticized him. He also told us that the carbon tax will most negatively affect the people who can least afford it, people who are on the most uh, challenged area of life on the financial scale. And 52% of us, according to polling, we talked about this last weekend, 52% of Canadians are within $200 of not being able to pay their bills at the end of the month. Remember that? And 24% of Canadians would have to borrow money or sell something in order to raise $500 to pay bills within 24 hours. It's not a good picture. And we're more than $2 trillion in debt, non-mortgage debt, Canadian consumers. Think about that, more than $2 trillion in debt. It's a lot, that's ridiculous, it's a lot of money, a lot of money ad infinitum. All right, so now the carbon tax. The impact on manufacturing. I was thinking about this the other day, and we're going to be talking about the grocery issue and the food issue shortly on this program. But the carbon tax impact on manufacturing, on the supply chain, as in, well, getting things moving. And then when it's moving on the transportation sector, And according to my next guest, it costs about $2,000 to fill a semi-tractor truck with diesel fuel. Two grand to fill it up once. And those things don't get the best mileage, as you can only imagine, right? Then add the carbon tax. Well, that's part of it, though, I guess. But the carbon tax on the fleet of trucks for diesel alone has to be substantial. And is that increase passed on to the consumer at the back end of an order? Ron Foxcroft, Order of Canada, chairman of Fox 40 Industries, the manufacturer of the Fox 40 product line, including the world-famous Fox 40 whistle, the official whistle of the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, NCAA, CFL, and World Cup soccer referees. And by the way, they told Ron, the world doesn't need another another, another referee, another whistle. So don't bother. Well, it turned out pretty well. Mr. Foxcroft, how are you? I'm doing great, Roy. And uh, that was a uh, great introduction. And and if I could uh, refer back to what you said, this uh, carbon tax. Uh, I'm not a government basher, and I I don't like partisan politics and so on. And and I I honestly, genuinely believe that when the federal government instituted the carbon tax, they had 
great intentions. However, since it's been uh, implemented, uh, we have a, a trucking fleet, fluke transport, with the famous slogan, if it's on time, it's a fluke. And you gave an excellent example. Uh, when we fill up a truck, it's uh, $2,000. But if we fill up our fleet, I'll give you an example. Uh, Monday morning, if we fill up the whole fleet, our cost is about $200,000. Uh, the uh, we would have to make $400,000 profit to cover the $200,000. Example, if you use your car to go to work and fill up the car, it costs you $100. Significant in that cost for you to take your car to go to work is the carbon tax. So the unintended uh, example of this carbon tax, it, it affects, and that was a great quote, it affects the people that are most vulnerable in our society. Well, that's what the parliamentary budget officer told us. Yes, exactly. Roy, uh, we at Fluke truck groceries for uh, suppliers and distributors, and um, our, we're not a large trucking company, but we're significant. Our carbon tax bill is this year about $550,000. Now, that can't be absorbed by the people that manufacture the groceries. It can't be manufactured by the people that operate the grocery stores. It has to be passed along. And what I mean by passing that along, it has to be ultimately passed along to the end user, the person that goes to the grocery store to buy groceries. So, so, it's, really so, it's, so it's every Canadian who's pushing grocery cart in the supermarket, that carbon tax increase, that $550,000, and that's your company. And then you look at all the other companies that are engaged in transportation, manufacturing, et cetera. That is all being passed on along to them, and the rebate check isn't going to cover it. And, uh, you know, Roy, at the end, it's going to affect the person that can least afford it, the person that's going to the grocery yep. store. Now, the government, you know, their role, keep us safe, keep us healthy, keep us prosperous. This carbon tax right now is 17 cents a liter on diesel fuel going on April 1st, 2024 to 21 cents per liter on diesel fuel. That's the other question I had for you, the LS escalation factor of the carbon tax. Yes, and, and I am pleading, uh, no, the word is I'm collaborating with the government because, Roy, as I said at the outset, I'm not a government basher, but we do need collaboration. And I'd like to use your show um, selfishly as a platform to collaborate, uh, not to protest, to collaborate and communicate with the government to discuss with them all the reasons why we shouldn't implement the increase on April 1st, 2024 to $0.21 cents on liter, uh, uh, per liter. The other thing I want to say, Roy, I would rather in the private sector have our initiatives to reduce our carbon footprint. Can I give you an example? Sure. For example, what we're doing now is we're paying $550,000 a year in carbon tax to the government, and we're saying reduce our carbon footprint and use our $550,000 wisely. Well, Roy, I'm not trying to be humorous here, but the government 
you know, just because of the physical makeup of the government takes 12 months to do what I do in 12 minutes. So I would rather the government collaborate and work with us and talk with us and give us ideas and 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 actually enforce ideas on how we can reduce the government the 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 carbon footprint well is there is there any collaboration that's going on is that does that kind of conversation ever take place do the ministers ever get together with the trucking firms or the manufacturers and say how can we make this better i wish they'd give us a call i wish they'd give us a call because roy um we collaborate with our employees uh, because, you know, ESG, environmental, social, social justice, government, uh, we are collaborating and communicating with our pl- employees to reduce mm-hmm. our carbon footprint because, you know, climate change is real. Uh, Roy, look at all the examples that you talk about in the show, uh, all the floods, all the hurricanes, all the tornadoes, all the uh, fires uh, everywhere across Canada. So, you know what? We're buying in. We're not the enemy. Mm-hmm. We have ways that we can reduce the carbon footprint. And how? So you're proactive, uh, Ron. You're proactive. But let me proactive. ask you. Let me ask you this. So you pay by credit card, right? I mean, when your drivers go and fill up the truck, they don't use their own money. They pay with a company credit card, right? Yeah, we pay in advance with a credit card. Okay. So if you have, I don't know how many independent truckers there are now, probably not as many as there used to be. They're being reduced because of the heavy cost to operate a truck. All right. So they would do the same thing. They would pay by credit card. They're not going to carry $2,000 cash. Most of them, I would imagine, to fill up the truck. So now if the balance, the full balance of that credit card is not paid off at the end of a 30-day billing period, interest rate kicks in. What is it, 20%? Whatever Roughly, it is. Whatever it is. Okay. And it will only increase more the longer the full balance isn't paid off. And for the independent trucker and for you, that can become a financial nightmare. It has to be a bottom line challenge for even the most successful truckers. So it's it's not about what the carbon tax is or used to be for them. It's about what the balance on the credit card is. If they can't afford to pay it off after the 30 days, then after 60 days, it's just that much more expensive. Roy, I don't know how much time we have, but I can give you an example where we in yeah, the private do. sector, we in the supply chain are reducing the carbon fo- footprint, and we have ways and systems within our company that we are trying to reduce our fuel what do you consumption. Do? What do you do, Fox? Well, let me just tell you this. We, we just started a tire pressure monitoring system. Mm-hmm. Now, rather than pay the carbon tax, I would rather uh, invest, which I'm doing, in this tire pressure monitoring system, which requires software, Roy, which requires computers. But what it is, we have between 4,000 and 5,000 tires operating in our trucking fleet on the road. We have just started a new system where we monitor the tire pressure on every single tire, 5,000 tires that we've got on the road, Roy, and it comes back if if a tire is below the intended uh, pressure, you know, the PSI, right. Roy, yeah. um, it comes to our computer in our office, right into our maintenance shop that uh, truck number 10 
uh, right rear wheel is low on tire pressure. Now, let me tell you the example here. Now that we're in this tire pressure monitoring system and it goes into our computer through our software, we feel in one year we can reduce our fuel consumption by 10%. Roy, that is a big, That's big. big number. That's big. Reduction in fuel by 10% yep. that A, we can take that savings and we can put it into HR technology. We can put it into um, computer technology. We can yeah. put it into capitalization. It, we can also pass that along to the end user. And the product that we truck usually goes into grocery stores. And, and I, you are doing that as your own initiative. So anyway, look, we have a couple of minutes here. Let's get at it. I, I know you're once in a while at the principal's office. And uh, so we've talked about that. Great athlete in, in high school sports and, and the like. But So how difficult is it in 2023 compared to when we talked during the pandemic, when all the conversation was about how tough it was to run a trucking firm, to be a trucker, how difficult it, is it for 2023? And maybe if you can, speak as well for the independent truckers who are listening right now or part of this. Absolutely. Well, Roy, we're very proud at our trucking company that we uh, worked through COVID, we survived COVID, and we've made it. And uh, however, I want to tell you, it's not the easiest thing in the world post-COVID because a lot of complications have come into play post-COVID. Number one, uh, the carbon tax. The carbon tax is, is a big complication. And I'll, I'll tell you why that is, Roy. In Canada, and, and you know, I love Canada. And I'm not a basher of, of the government. No, no, I know that. You've said that. But yeah, but we are... Tell, tell me, before you say this, can you tell us why it's important to the consumer to know this? Well, I'll tell you it's important to the consumer because it affects them at the bottom line when they put gasoline into their car to go to work to provide to their family. And yeah. when they're, they go to the grocery store and they wonder why the cost of everything in the grocery store has gone up. Now, I'm not one to vilify the grocery stores. I, I think that they're entitled to profit. I think they're entitled to profit that's reasonable. But I do know because we truck goods into grocery stores that their cost has gone up because my carbon tax is $550,000. So am I, am I correct if I say to you my assumption is that the biggest challenge, one of the biggest challenges that you face as a, as a trucker now is the cost of the carbon tax, what it's adding to your bottom line costs. There is no question when you add, Roy, I want to be specific. In Canada, we are taxed beyond the limit. We personally, uh, you know, we're in a 54%. You have yeah. to make a lot of money yeah. once you pay 54%. Now, on top of that, throw this carbon tax bill, which ours is uh, 550000 north of 550000 17 cents on a liter. And specifically, as we have said so much, this affects the people that can least afford it. Now, on top of that, Roy, everything else has gone up. Parts for trucks, uh, obviously yeah. the diesel fuel for the trucks, but you can't get trailers. There's a delay on trailers. There's a delay on tractors. Drivers uh, deserve more money. They've earned more money because everything you go, if you go to the grocery store, the furniture store, the parts store, 
Everything has gone up. So, Ron, COVID. nothing really has changed that much since our last conversation about how difficult it is, and we only have a few seconds here, how difficult it is to run a trucking firm. And you are so integral to the whole chain because, as you've said to us many times and said to me personally many times, everything that you own, Roy Green, arrived on a truck. It really did. Roy, I'm going to give you an example. I have a customer. His supply chain bill uh, pre-COVID was $8 million. Post-COVID, same goods, same amount, $22 million. Boy, I'll tell you, that is a lot of cash to absorb. But that's just one company, one example. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms. <laughs>